episode number 171 i'm your host aditya and along with me i have abhishek hello everyone who is just back from a trip to kerala where he was there to attend a wedding and palakkad right palakkad yes so it was a trip in the train where <laughs> i spent about 48 hours to and fro and 24 hours in kerala yeah i was following your uh, photo uploads on facebook and it seemed pretty green outside This, this is a good time to be traveling in train i mean landscape wise right yes absolutely and if you have 24 hours then you you might as well kill some time by the door clicking some pictures because you don't have anything else to do but how was the train was it leaking and all those things yeah it was it was okay netravadi express beautiful train oh really you'd been to mahabaleshwar tell us something that we don't i had place. been to mahabaleshwar i had been to panchgani in fact panchgani is a place where you have the second largest flatland table top uh, upon a mountain did you know that no nope. the first one is in china so asia's second largest is in panchgani then again it has 45 boarding schools it is known for boarding schools but let's start let's get into the topics directly there were two stories about you know people sharing the same last name and i'm referring to armstrong one was not in a very good light and the other one was an absolute legend who passed away i'm talking about neil armstrong who passed away the first man on the moon and then the other one is lance armstrong who just said that's it i'm fed up i'm not fight, fighting against this these doping charges anymore so let's start with neil armstrong he was 82 years old was the leader leader nahi bolte was the what do you say captain of commander, apollo 11 commander of apollo 11 yeah commander of apollo 11 which landed on moon on july 20th 1969 yes and he was nicknamed ice commander from the obituaries that you read online you, you he came across as a very modest man there was one quote which i read he says that for heaven's sake i loathe danger and he he would not take any risks and he was of course when he came back from the moon became a huge legend but then he went back to become a professor somewhere in a college somewhere in connecticut teaching kids about engineering and how to fly and he was a test pilot did you know that he was a research research test pilot which is i think one of the most dangerous job titles to have and he he flew some more than 100 kinds of planes to figure out whether they were working well as designed yeah. i read one incident there was one space shuttle or aeroplane i don't know what it was called the flying bedstead it was basically designed to help astronauts train for landing on the moon and uh, what happened was in the training one of the training flights it didn't work as it was expected to and just about a few seconds before he had to eject before the thing crash landed and half an hour after he ejected as in after half an hour after he landed on the either in the pacific ocean or on land wherever he did wherever the parachute took him half an hour later he was found in his office doing some paperwork <laughs> and his his fellow astronaut asked him said boss i just heard that you just escaped a big life threatening landing he said yeah man i lost control and had to bail out of the darn thing these are the quotes <laughs> from from one of his books that his biographers had written and again also on the moon i think there was just about 25 seconds of fuel left in the tanks when they had to figure out which was the best place to land because they overshot like normally does happen you overshot your landing distance in the american movies Uh, when yeah, it comes to landing on course. moon, I think it comes from here. 
So he just had about 25 seconds of fuel left and he was going about his business in a very calm manner. That's awesome, isn't it? And of course, after he landed on moon, he was the first one. 12 other astronauts walked, which went up to Apollo 17. The mission ended in 1972. But his were the famous words, a small step for a man, a giant step for mankind, right? That's the... Leap, a giant yeah. leap for a mankind. And there seems to be some sort of a controversy around whether he said man or a man. I don't know what the controversy is. I really don't. But trivia, Abhishek, there are no photos of him on the moon. That is because he was the one clicking the photos. The astronaut that you see on the, on the photo is Buzz Aldrin. I think he would be feeling pretty bugged about being the second man to land on moon, right? <laughs> I know. Very, very I know. difficult. I think uh, there was a question in who was the second man to land on moon and the guy had to use a 50-50 option, the, the contestant. And in our school also, you always had who was the first man who landed on moon as one of the GK questions. Yeah, I would have hated to be the third guy who was part of the mission, but didn't even get Michael Stanton or something like that. Something like that. Something, I'm, I'm not pretty sure about the name, but he was a third guy, but he was up 60 miles above the surface of the moon and these were the only two guys who actually went down. Second, the name of uh, the actual vessel that landed on the moon was? Was? <laughs> no, no idea. You no, no idea? No idea? It was Eagle. Oh. And how do you know that? Because after he landed there, Armstrong radioed into the mission control saying, Houston, tranquility base here, the Eagle has landed. So that's how we know. He was the backup commander for Apollo 8, which was the first flight to circumnavigate the moon and that happened during Christmas time in somewhere in 68. It was also the mission that put Apollo back on track after there was a fire in the cockpit during a launching rehearsal which Mm -hmm. killed three astronauts Mm -hmm. in 1967 and hence Armstrong was in a position to command Apollo 11. So if when you get a promotion because (laughs) three guys before you got killed you know, you, you don't know how to react. Uh, so, right. pretty strong. But overall, awesome. Our dads got to see that, right? I'm sure. 1969, long, long time back. Did you have TV then? I thought India got TV in 70s. Oh, maybe when then the radio. Yeah, maybe. Yes, you're right. Why don't you talk about Lance Armstrong until I find out when you TV got, came. When we got, yeah. Sure, man. <laughs> in June, that is last month, USADA, US Anti-Doping Agency, it charged Lance Armstrong with... Not just using banned drugs and banned steroids, but also drug trafficking. We will talk about that in a bit. He used human growth hormone as well as illegal blood transfusions, which has been around since 1980s. After having successfully cleared 500 odd doping tests, the USADA said, look, we don't care about those drug tests. We are going to ask 10 athletes who have implicated Lance Armstrong and all of them were willing to testify and Lance Armstrong said well enough is enough and that I've had enough you can take away all my titles I rest my case I will not contest the charges and the next problem that the authorities have is whom do we award all these seven titles because most of the guys who came second or third or fourth all of them have been implicated in some charge or the other so so do you buy his story I mean didn't Armstrong represent perseverance and then giving up on this sort of a thing his autobiography or the book it's not about the bike he he makes that legendary statement that pain is temporary but if i quit that will last forever so people are saying then here here you go you you just quit and that's going to last forever now for you to going by the statements of a couple of people who have known him for a while one was his masseuse 
Emma O'Reilly. She was interviewed by one guy called David Wall. She had written a book called LA Confidential. Yeah. It was about Lance Armstrong and she said that there were a couple of suspicious meetings that she was involved in where people from his team were hankering about to find key boss how do we get around this problem how do we around this problem yeah. quote unquote meant the drugs and there were times when she was asked to you know handle suspicious packages from one country to the other so she has done that a couple of times and she says that it was all part of a scam to keep him away from getting detected and in fact two of his teammates of whom both of them won the tour de france after he quit tested positive and were stripped of their medals right so then how do you believe the people who are implicating him when they themselves have been that's what his argument basically is that you know these guys are tainted and their submission doesn't account to much however now since he is stepped back usda is going to claim that he was unable to prove those charges and hence they are going to be stripping off his medals and there were number of cyclists who finished behind apna lance armstrong but down the line they have been implicated in doping scandals as well right and it pays to be clean you know why because there is one guy called christopher basins who never took drugs all his team members took drugs and everyone said that he's the only guy who didn't and he never won a race he's a pretty popular figure in his country where he was quoted as saying that in 99 when lance armstrong won that race He yeah. said that in Tour de France there are two kinds of speeds, two speeds. One is for the drug takers and one for people like him who never cheated. So and he said that when I saw Armstrong race in that year, I was surprised that if a human body could do all of that. And uh-huh. uh, that, that that's that's one. And there are but the other thing is, imagine he's failed 500 drug tests. All right, you keep the whole drug testing anti-doping agency at one side, that is the whole of the governing body, and just one person and his team at the other. You can't. come unscathed after having tested so often i remember reading in his book that they would come to his apartment while he was partying with his friends to take his urine or blood samples they would do it before and after the race they would do it while he was vacationing they would just show up and he complied apparently all the times he self proclaims that he is the most tested athlete the argument that you are making is that there was surprise tests that is they they took the sample in a way that was not predictable but you don't know what happens to the samples once they get into the laboratory so he really needs to be a powerful guy to be able to tweak so many results is what i'm saying that's quite there are a lot there's a big economy riding on him there's this book deal that is happening there is this whole personality that he has to manage and there are several people no, he'll have to be the biggest con artist in the world you know what i mean no I, not him not huh. him there are people around him who are commercially involved for right. example you know whatever happens to dhoni there are so many people who rely on dhoni dhoni's so called personality or persona to earn their living right so if there is something that dhoni does they are going to have to take care of it to mm-hmm. safeguard their interests so we'll basically we'll never know absolutely but you are free to make your own decisions but the records are going to say that he didn't win the tour de france henceforth uh, and by the way i the terrestrial television in india started on an experimental basis on 15th September 1959 oh. uh, in a makeshift studio then regular transmission started in 1965 as part of all india radio and then television was extended to bombay and amritsar amritsar of all places in 1972 only up till 1975 only seven cities had television while talking about television and the entertainment industry ak hangal the veteran actor passed away who is known for his historic dialogue itna sanata kyu hai bhai 
ஒரு <laughs> because the movie was too long but ashutosh gowarikar the director said that i was impressed with the kind of passion and commitment and all of that because he he shot the movie with a broken back oh wow yeah and yet none of the biggies showed up for his funeral so there is some sort of a wtf question being asked koi bhav nahi diya types but anyways his son who is 76 himself says that he doesn't mind you know it's not a big deal he would have been 20 when he got his son then because uh, he was 90 That's you said how much 98 right you said 98 he is 75 85 96. 95 23 who young father young father absolutely yeah. and abhishek is yet to get married absolutely but that doesn't uh, deny me the permission to you know have a 2 year old yeah that's true yeah that's true i don't see that happening yeah. but you true. never know yeah but yeah i don't want that either but yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well let's talk about the coal gate as you called it the last time Mm. and um, it's been two days since the monsoon session in the parliament began and they ended pretty quickly because both the days both the houses in fact lok sabha rajya sabha have been adjourned because bjp did not want to hear any of the arguments being made by prime minister or any of the other members from the congress party what they are saying is that they won't let the parliament function until manmohan singh resigns what was it all about uh, cag again came out with one of its audit report and this time it was on the coal block allocation according to cag there were losses of around again notional losses of around 1.86 lakh crores due to certain selective allocation given to private companies and not going by the competitive bidding process right and this time the coal ministry was under manmohan singh direct control of manmohan singh so in response mr mm-hmm. singh said that he takes full responsibility for the decisions of the coal ministry which he directed but he said that the allegations that cag is making is baseless soon even today he started reading out his 32 point <laughs> you know comeback response to the cag report and the bjp didn't want to listen to it everyone came down to the pit and the house got adjourned he however he stepped outside the lok sabha the house and he spoke with television media guys for a few minutes and ended with a urdu shayari so he basically said hazaro jawabon se achhi hai meri khamoshi nahi yaar which basically means for the non indians my silence is better than a thousand questions do you agree with that no person? man he we know that's how he operates he doesn't have to say it out in urdu <laughs> why does he do this why does he do this that's our prime minister But, is this a good argument let's keep aside that's how he is is that a valid argument can you see that's what lance armstrong did that look i'm going to go silent mute on this one i'm fed up and my reputation precedes me 
you can't give this as an argument if you are the prime minister of a country accounting for a billion people and what 33.6 billion dollars lots of questions to answer lance armstrong yeah well he busted his ass on his bike and he can do what it, what he likes you know whenever he wants to but not not the prime minister of a country yeah he doesn't have that privilege yeah he doesn't so, he has a privilege but, of leading but, a country that's more than enough but what about what do you think about hmm. why is bjp interested in listening to his response if there is no debate where is this going to lead where is this going to take us because i just think bjp is trying to buy time mm-hmm. so that they can prepare a case they probably don't know enough or even they are somehow involved in this they bole to bjp rule states and that's why they don't want the debate to happen because it might bring up stuff on them it's just another scam man we'll forget about this when a new one comes along let's not take everything seriously absolutely absolutely so that that is definitely going to happen yeah. in the meantime uh, another person who decided to call it a day unlike manmohan singh was vvs lakshman he finally retired he was forced into retirement rather now i think he would have otherwise 37 years old why was he chosen for the two match series then why was he preparing for the series why did he wait until his name was selected in a series and then announce retirement lots of questions and one of them was also why he did not he invite invite dhoni for one of the parties that he had thrown but you keep that aside and if we talk about the 10 years or 10 odd years that he's played 134 matches he's averaged 45.97 and his 281 of course we all remember was declared as the wisdom knock of the century and he he started out pretty poorly you know you know when you have a report card right of anybody in school college or corporate world his first 16 test matches he averaged 24 and in the last 51 test matches he averaged 51 oh so wow yep and and he's probably india's best second innings batsman averages 48 there sachin doesn't come close i think he's in his late 30s there is this very famous quote from bretley i think steve wo said it to him that if you get dravid that is good if you get sachin tendulkar that is great but if you get vvs lakshman it's a miracle <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i'm sure why said that i think it's first century came against australia that was 167 at sydney and very averages 78 easily one of the most successful batsmen against australia 49 and even Absolutely. ponting had a hard time in 2010 when they toured india in october uh, he he had a bad back previous lakshman and ricky ponting said i hope his bad back continues for the next match and he doesn't play at all so that's quite a compliment from these <laughs> he's the best scorer at positions 5 and 6 third best rather and steve was number one chandrapal and then it's him wow and he averages 58 against spinners so lots of statistics but one of the best indian middle order players who was a lousy fielder and <laughs> i know <laughs> never bowled a ball in his life i think or he must have bowled a stray over but imagine this all right so he's being taken to the side for for being a poor runner between the wickets for being a reasonably all right slip fielder he traded places with rahul dravid because he couldn't bend properly so dravid said koi baat nahi you come on the second slip i'll move on to the first or it was the other way around so the amount of accommodation that the team the test team had to do to have that's lakshman in the side but yeah he he was good absolutely and following that uh, the indian under 19 team has also won the world cup for the third time tying up with the aussies this time and heroes are already being created out of uh, a few of these guys unmukh chand being the prime target in that he is the captain of the indian team that won this world cup yep and he scored 111 not out in the finals against australia in australia the next tour is against new zealand and after that we might just have one of these guys 
represent India. I think it was Yuvraj Singh, Harbhajan Singh, Virat Kohli, Ritender Singh Sodhi, all of these who played under 19 and won, they played for India sooner. But this time it's going to be a bit difficult because the team itself is very young as of now. For at least the next five years, it's going to be difficult, but which is also good for these guys because it gives them time to build up their fitness and all those sort of things, which were overlooked with people like Balaji and, and a few other people. By the way, Balaji has been chosen as in the top, uh, in, the, <laughs> in the 30 probables for the T20 World Cup. Hope, hope is yeah. a very dangerous word. Yeah. So why not Balaji? <laughs> why not? You know? Yes, for, for listeners wondering, Balaji shot into stardom against Pakistan, was very loved when India toured Pakistan and since then in and out and I think hasn't played a test match in, I'll, I won't be surprised, he, he must have just played one or two in the last five, seven years. Yeah, it was 2003, I think, Balaji, when he played against Pakistan and I was in studying in the US. Those matches were being played in the auditorium. With Indians and Pakistani students packed into the same auditorium. And I remember Balaji hitting a six. So, but yeah, nowhere anymore. Those were the topics that we had for uh, Indicast 171. We have recorded 171 episodes, Abhishek. Yeah, but it's taken us six years. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken-